binary, you! Oh, this is so this hard. is a cult. Folks who are watching this muscle. live stream, this is what I mean you when I say cluster B, narcissism, you borderline personality muscle. disorder, emotional instability, and cult muscle. dynamics that get vulnerable people. This is an illustration of it. You this is what's going muscle. on in American blue cities, and you unfortunately it's infiltrating muscle. churches, it's infiltrating conservative muscle. places as well. This should not be a partisan issue. This is not about left or right. This is not about goddamn Democrat or Republican. This is about child abuse right now. Wake up. Do what you can in your own community. I beg you. Welcome to Disaffected. I'm Joshua Slocum, and this is the show where we talk about politics, culture, and relationships through a psychological lens. And that is exactly what we're going to do today. What you see behind me is downtown Burlington. Today, we staged a protest, and we is the Lesbian, Gay, Bi Alliance of Vermont, a newly found lesbian, gay, bisexual advocacy organization that does not include the T. We had Fred Sargent, one of the originators of the gay liberation movement, one of the originals who was at the Stonewall Riots in 1969 and started the first parade in 1970 that became Gay Pride. He was down here with us today. You recall from our show last week that Fred was assaulted during the Pride Parade here in downtown Burlington on this street behind me by members of the so-called LGBTQ community. And many of the people who assaulted and robbed Mr. Sargent appear to be from marchers with the group Outright Vermont. And today, Outright Vermont held a fundraiser called a fire truck pull. If you know what a tractor pull, it's like that. Fire trucks come out, they attach ropes to them, people do a contest of who can pull harder and faster. We wanted an apology from Outright Vermont to Fred Sargent and a commitment to engage in no more violent activities in the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender community. We did not get that. We didn't get the apology. We didn't get the commitment. But the real reason we were here today is because this fundraiser for Outright Vermont is facilitating child gender transition. What exactly does that mean? This is an organization that you can go to their website, go to Outright Vermont, in their gender and sexuality resources page. They have services for gender-affirming clothing and accoutrement for children. And when you go to look on that, what you find is it's open to ages 13 through 19, and they will discreetly, that means without your parents' permission, without your guardian knowing, ship a breast binder that flattens the breast to teenage girls. Ship a tucking pad, they call it a gaff, which little boys can slip down their underwear to create the appearance of a false, smooth female front. They will, what else, what else do they have? Packers. Pa oh yeah, packers, not just for, okay, okay so for, for the girls who wish to be boys, they have something called packers. Packers are things you pack in your trousers, they're fake penises and balls, okay? This organization not only does this, but works with the gender clinic at UVM Vermont and facilitates the so-called transition of children. And what is the transition of children? It's not just respecting their pronouns. It's not letting them be themselves. It is telling children that they are actually born in the wrong body. 
and it is setting them up to go on puberty blockers. And what are puberty blockers? They're chemicals like Lupron which is not FDA approved to block puberty and is only used in rare cases of precocious puberty, which can be dangerous for children. They're using it. This is the same chemical that they use to chemically castrate sex offenders. Yes, it is. And once children go on Lupron and puberty blocking chemicals, the vast majority, well over 90%, go on to cross sex hormones. That means a girl getting testosterone or a boy getting estrogen. And do you know what that does? It results in sterility. And I think I need to emphasize this point because a lot of people don't seem to understand it. Sterility does not mean temporarily unable to have a child. Sterility means sterilized. It is a permanent condition. So is slicing off your breasts because you have chest dysphoria. We are here today to show people, we know that we can't stop what's going on right now, but this is the first time in their 19 years that there has been a protest here, which they made great hay about while we were standing on the street with our signs today. You're gonna to see this. We're gonna roll video material from our live stream that we had earlier today into the show. We're gonna show you exactly what it looks like. And I was talking about this with the folks who came to support us today. And I'm a, I'm a supporting player here. Um, I, let me not take the credit for this. This is an event put on by the newly formed LGB Alliance of Vermont, organized by Christopher Aaron Felker, chairman of the Burlington Republican Party. We had some supporters who came to stand with us, and we had a group of actual homosexuals with signs that said things like, gay not queer, no child is born in the wrong body, stop sterilizing and mutilating children. This was a peaceful protest. It was a silent protest for the most part. We were simply carrying our signs. And you'll see when we roll the video that we weren't allowed to do that. So as I was getting ready to do this show tonight, I talked with the guys about what this felt like. American author Shirley Jackson, many of you know her. She used to be taught in school. God knows if she is anymore. Her most famous story was called The Lottery. It was published in The New Yorker in the mid 20th century. The Lottery is a story of a New England town, very much like this one or any other New England town. Everybody lives together, everybody works together. You get your feed from the grain store, you know the people who teach your kids at the school. You have the cycle of spring, summer, winter, fall. But every year, and it's not quite explained in the story what gods they're propitiating, but they're, they're giving sacrifices to a god. Every year they have something called the Lottery. Everybody's name in the town, including the children, is written on a small slip of paper and put into a special box that's been passed down generation to generation. Somebody is selected to pick one name from the box and that person that year wins the lottery. And what do they win? They are stoned to death by their compatriots, by their neighbors, by their friends, by their deacon, by their husbands, and by their wives. That is what it felt like today. We were in the lottery today. I have talked about this issue on this show for almost two years now. This is the first time today that I have been face to face with these cultists in this number. It's not that I haven't met these people before, but today was absolutely shocking. There were hundreds of people out there, children. I don't know how many children there were, but there were a lot of children. Everybody decked out in rainbow regalia ridiculous haircuts, vulgar clothing. And I've said this before too. Remember when I said 
People are always telling us, get off Twitter, touch grass, go out into the real world. This, look, this is Twitter. This is Burlington, Vermont, and this is Twitter. Twitter is real life here. I want to share with you a little bit of a conversation I had with a gay man today. He comes up to us and he says, I just don't understand why you care. And I said, I'm against child abuse and I want to protect children from being mutilated and crippled psychologically and physically for the rest of their lives. He says, what do you mean abuse? And I said, cutting off a girl's breast and sterilizing minor children is child abuse. He waits a beat. Then he says, but what about all the child abuse going on everywhere else? And I said, I'm talking about the child abuse that's happening right here, right now. But what about the child abuse that's gone? I just don't know why you care so much. Do you not care when children are abused? Yeah, but what about the child abuse everywhere? Okay, that was it. And I turned to Brent, uh, who's going to be on here in the second half of the show. Uh, Brent of the Dangerous Rhetoric podcast, which you should listen to as well. And I said, we are talking to a brick wall. We are literally talking to cultists. And one of our friends also here today said, the look in people's eyes scared me. It's mental illness and it's cult derangement. You can see it in their faces. These I don't know how to describe it to you. I'm really good at painting a word picture, but I don't know how to describe for you what it was like to look in these people's faces today. It was goddamn scary. Let me share with you a little of the reaction. Let's, let's go to uh, real life number two, Twitter itself. I'm going to show you a series of tweets here. This is a reaction of, uh, I believe this person is an ally or a close associate of Outright Vermont, but I can't confirm that. Ironically named a republic if you can keep it. That's the interesting reversal. Yeah, that's Christopher Aaron off, off to the side laughing here. We're going to have some more laughs. These, again, the watchword is narcissistic reversal, Isaiah 520. Bitter for sweet, light for dark, truth, falsehood for truth. Every single accusation that was leveled at our peaceful demonstration against child abuse today was a classic reversal. It was, it was to stand, and, and, and I'm not exaggerating, okay? It was to stand there and be surrounded by people who were all pointing at us just like Donald Sutherland in Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It was absolutely chilling. First tweet. I'm going to save the voice for the second part. This is too serious. Today was the 19th annual utterly amazing Outright Vermont Fire Truck Pull, a significant annual fundraiser for this remarkable org organization that does so much for LGBTQ kids and their families. For the first time in our 19-year history, there were protesters there. Next tweet. Yes, there was a small cadre of protesters there, protesting the existence of our children. They had atrocious signs and Secret Service-style earpieces to coordinate their effort. It's called a walkie-talkie, Mary. They included the head of the Burlington, Vermont GOP, that's Christopher Aaron Felker, 
a profoundly hateful human. You will be introduced to this profoundly hateful human after our commercial break. And no, I'm not reading off a teleprompter. And no, I don't have a little thing here because paper is better. Next tweet. These wretches took three hours out of a beautiful October Saturday to protest and try to shame children in the midst of inspiring an inspiring event that raised over $160,000 to help these kids survive and thrive. Listen to that. Let me read it to you again. These wretches took three hours to try to shame children at an event that raised over $160,000 to help these kids survive and thrive. This is disgusting. Whoever you are, shame on you. Have a talk with your priest or your clergyman because you need to get good with God. We are trying to protect these children from these people. We are not the abusers. We don't want to cut off breasts. We don't want to look inside a child's pants and say, don't you want a different genital configuration? We're not telling children they were born in the wrong body. We're not telling children who are feminine boys and butch girls that there's something wrong with them and only surgery can correct it. Helping these kids survive protesting the existence of our children. We're not protesting the existence of the children. We are trying to save them from you. Next tweet. And I want to tell you what happened while these broken, empty, soulless husks of Christo-fascist nightmares tried to steal the day. 14 teams pulled the fire truck. Children, parents, LGBTQ adults, community members. We did it with so much strength. Yeah, probably from the testosterone shots you've been taking. <laughs> and I want to tell you what happened to these broken, horrid people. That's us. Say broken, I can't even stand on camera. I'm sorry. Bye. Bye, world. Right. Sorry. I'll stay in frame. <sighs> you guys, I can't wait for you to see this video from the tweet. They were surrounded by loving community members who had prepared for their presence with large flags and large signs and moved in synchrony to block them and to protect us from seeing their hatred. Yeah, moved in synchrony. It was like Esther Williams underwater ballet with absolutely no talent and a bunch of goddamn hippos and G-strings. Every single time we tried to show our signs, there were people in front of us putting their flag in front of us, putting the sign in front of us, uh, you know, getting in here. I literally, at, at several points, we were, it looked, we were doing this. I would go this way and they'd go this way. And I'd go this way and they'd put their flag up this way. And then this one time with this one chick, and I, this is really going to piss her off. I hope you're watching, sweetie. I went down like this and I got faked you out. And she's like, no, you did it. And I'm like, yeah, I totally did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did, madam. And this little thing, she stands up to here on me. B-cup breasts full woman's hips. I am not a madam. Yeah, well, your tits say you are, sweetie. Few more. Oh, my God. Let me be clear. We will protect our children from monsters forever. Yeah, unless they're you. We will surround you and block you with color and love and courage. 
you will never succeed. Our children exist and have always existed. We are mama bears and papa bears. Our love is bigger than your hate. And you know what you are? You're personality disordered. You're a narcissist. Maybe you're a borderline. Maybe you're a histrionic. Maybe you have some psychopathic traits. Mama bear, papa bear. Any mama bear or papa bear. <laughs> it's just, I, I. Do you know any mother bears? Do you know any mother bears who open up their den in the spring and take their cubs down to the river and do something like bash their backsides against the rocks until their genitals fall off? Is that what mama bears do? That's what Vermont mama bears do. But we're the abusers, viewers. Remember that. We are the abusers. If you're part of a circle of color and love, I've had enough of this. When we roll some video for you, and thanks for bearing with us. This is uh, very impromptu. I want you to look at the crowd. I want you to look at them visually. I want you to look at their hair, their hair color, their facial piercings, their clothing, their signs. I just want you to take in the aesthetic. And then what I'd like you to do, if you're not allergic to history books, is to open a history book and take a look at some of the photographs from the gay liberation parades from the 1970s and the 1980s. Take a look at the people in there, and then I want you to compare and contrast with what you see on the street here. I believe Fred Sargent called modern-day pride events fetishistic, hedonistic. I may not be getting his uh, fetishistic, he certainly said, but basically lascivious. This is about sex. This is about introducing children to sexual concepts to break down sexual boundaries for children, and not just sexual boundaries. These children are being groomed not just to be victims of well, what seems like old-fashioned molestation now, but actual permanent Mengele-level surgical mutilation. That is what $160,000 today is going to do. Thank you very much, UVM Gender Clinic, you bastards. You bastards. What we saw today, and I'm not saying this for melodramatic effect, I mean what I'm saying quite literally. What we saw today, this population looked like Bellevue Psychiatric Hospital for adult children. Literally, the way these people were carrying on, looking at us with glazed eyes, screaming in our faces, mocking us, these are people who would have been appropriately committed for at least a 72-hour evaluation in any sane era. But we have community care now, so everybody who used to be in Bellevue is now your next-door neighbor, or maybe your grand being, because I don't want to misgender them. Let's roll a couple of video clips here, and then we'll save some for the second half. This first one that's going to come out is me talking to the crowd. And they're telling us to leave the children alone. Take a listen to this. We're getting comments. We're getting comments from the crowd. We're holding signs like the one you see in front of me. And the supporters here are telling us to leave the children alone. We are apparently the abusers, not the people who wish to sterilize them. They want us to leave the children alone. We want them to leave the children alone. We are not the ones trying to get the children. We're not the ones sitting in a candy cottage. We're not the ones holding a knife or a pill bottle. 
Next one is interesting. This illustrates, and I saw this a lot, especially with young people. Today, some of us were, we weren't, we weren't hit. Nobody actually hit us. No violence happened today, thankfully, because there wasn't a cop on the street, even though we alerted them beforehand. We were verbally harassed by straight frat boys and high school boys. Yes. Who said that they were there to support LGBTQ people and they were harassing us. And I want you to listen to this clip. L listen to the disbelief. These people literally don't believe, didn't believe we were homosexuals at first, and then didn't believe there was any such thing as a homosexual who was against child mutilation. Roll that one, please, Kevin. You know, uh, folks on the live stream, what's amazing is the disbelief that you get um, from people at events like this. They don't believe that there are any actual gay people who are against the abuse and the transing of children. They think that we're all a big happy family. They don't actually believe that we're gay people who've been part of this community. That's kind of what you're seeing on the street today. This is the reality of what is called the LGBTQ community. They don't believe we're actually gay. That, that, this is where we are. This is where we are. <laughs> this is a great one. Take a look at this exchange between Brent, our friend Brent, and uh, a young man. Roll it. She really learned to respect your elders. What did you say? She learned to respect your elders. Uh, what am I doing? Uh, I don't know. What are you doing? I'm just holding up a sign as everybody else is. You know, respect the man. He's 74 years old. He's gay rights pioneer. Gay rights pioneer? Yeah, he was at the original Stonewall riot. So why is he holding that? What does that sign mean? It means homosexual, not non-binary. Thank you. I know it's hard. You'll figure it out one day. Maybe. What does gay not queer mean? Did you see the look on that guy's face? Did you see the look on his face when Brent said, this is Fred Sargent, he's 74 years old, he's a pioneer of the gay rights movement, he was at Stonewall. He's a pioneer of the gay rights movement. For a second, for a split second, the wheels were turning, but then, back under the Soma, right? Amazing. Gay not queer, what does that mean? I could make fun of that, but it isn't funny. What does that mean? This is how disconnected this generation is from even a generation, even one generation ago. Let me tell you about the word queer before we take a break here. Queer is a really loaded word. Queer started out, at least in US English, like gay, it was not connected to any concept of sexuality. It meant odd, queer means odd. So there'd be the queer one in town, the one who was touched in the head, the one who was a little oddball. Today we might recognize such a person as schizoaffective or schizophrenic. But you know, that one's a little queer, stay away from that one. That used to be normal parlance. Well, there's a reason why gays were called queers. Because we were the odd ones. And it quickly became in the 20th century a vicious insult that was hurled at many of us who grew up in the 80s and 90s. These kids don't even know that. They don't even know there's a difference between the word queer and the word gay. We asked one of them, you know, they're grilling us. Are you like, are you part of the community? They don't even ask if you're gay anymore. They say, are you part of the community? Community. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I'm just speechless. 
let's um, let's take a break. We're going to show you a little more video. And when we come back, I'm going to bring in Brent to talk to us and Christopher Aaron Felker. Um, see you on the other side. There's a new perk for disaffected subscribers, and it's a good one. Patreon and Subscribestar donors, as well as PayPal donors, now have instant access to our backstage Discord server. Join multiple topic-based chat rooms and 24-7 open voice chat, and even virtual events on a main stage for hosted conversations and backstage podcast recording sessions. It's not Twitter, and you don't have to pretend Bruce Jenner's vagina is real. Sign up today. Days of Disaffected on Twitter are over, but you can still follow and interact with us on several alternative social media platforms. Find us on Getter at Disaffected Pod. Follow us on Truth Social at Disaffected. You can also find us on Parlor at Disaffected Pod. Well, we all know it won't last long, but let's have a little fun while we still can. Follow our TikTok account and get neck deep in the insanity with us. You can find us on TikTok as Disaffected P. Welcome back. Before I bring a, a guest in, I want to point something out that I was talking about with Kevin during the break. That question, are you part of the community? Are you part of the LGBTQ community? When the press writes about us, when the mayor's office puts out press releases, when the Burlington Free Press covers any of these things or libels us or slanders us or blames us for a suicide or blames us for the murder of a trans person, they are hiding the fact that those of us who are protesting this are gay. They're hiding this from the public because it scares them. For you to know that I am a homosexual, I'm a gay man, I've been part of this community, Kevin is, Christopher is, Brent is, we're all gay. We are members of this community because we built some of this community just like Fred Sargent built some of this community in a generation before us. They don't want you and the general public to know that we are not Christo-fascists. I'm not even a believer. I don't know the religious views of my friends. Christopher's a Catholic. I'm not a believer. We are the ones who were targeted by Jerry Falwell's moral majority in the 1980s when we did actually, as gay people, have to fight for the same legal rights to have a job that other people did without being fired, to have an apartment without having our lease broken and thrown out because we were a couple of faggots. Yeah. So they don't, they don't want you to know that. So if you are out there, are you, are you a homosexual? Are you looking for fun and excitement? <laughs> Get canceled like us. Watch this. Tell people you're gay. Make sure you repeat it over and over. Let them know that this is not a harmonious family. Gay people care about children, and we do not want them cut up. Now, I'm going to bring in some friends. Brent, come over here. This is Brent, our intrepid and roving cameraman who is responsible for the bulk of our live stream today. Say hi, Brett. Hi, Brent. <laughs> I know I'm saying Brent, but your name is actually Brent. I'm sorry about that. So we had some interesting um, 
banter on the street today, did we not? We did have some interesting Why don't you tell the folks out in television land a little bit about it? Well, so at one point we were being surrounded by this crowd of alphabet people, and they were hurling a bunch of insults, so Josh and I just had to start making jokes back at them about where we decide, you know, who, who had the better artificial penis. <laughs> and I believe I, I said mine was better because it came from my thigh and yours came from your arm. Did mine come from? No, I thought I got mine from Oddbins. Well, let's go back to the tape. Roll it, please. It may be because you're a biological female. Oh my God, don't trigger me. Oh no, trigger! <laughs> oh my God, Becky, those guys over there are totally talking about us at the other lunch table. Look at this person defining woman by like the actual scientific biological definition. It's so rude. I know. Why do you hate so much? Why do you hate trans people? I know. Why don't you just like respect you? Why do you hate trans youth? That's my question. Why do you want to have a young person have their body be cut up? Um, I don't know. I just I grew up with a lot, watching a lot of slasher movies, so like you know that's kind of it's fun. I mean, okay, for serial killers. I mean, you reveal yourself with every comment, and you have no self-awareness. Yeah, I mean, I'm a serial killer. I've killed, like, what, like, five or six people? Like, you are great <laughs> in the new Dahmer on Netflix, honey. Exa yeah. Hot, girl. So amazing. You're actually giving me really good content, so I do appreciate the chats. I mean, it makes your side look bad, but that's okay. Well, I mean, like, um, uh, Better Call Saul on Netflix, that's, a good, that's good content. Yeah, it's great content. <laughs> Do you know what was so great about that? We were talking about this earlier. They didn't know what to do. I don't know if you could catch that from the video, but when we started talking like them, because, yeah, we were doing the voice, you know, I was like, oh, my God, I have the better face. No, you don't. I'm so queer, you guys. I'm so queer. We just made fun of them right to their faces, and they, they were, I think the word is nonplussed. Real quiet. Real yeah. quiet. And no, it's not going to stop them from doing their stuff, but I want you to notice that too. This is why mockery and ridicule is important. I, I don't want to hear any more about this, and you shouldn't want to hear any more about we, Mockery never solved anything. Bullshit. Mockery is the only thing that can solve some problems. You want to take down a tyrannical, authoritarian ideology that has people marching in goose step? You make fun of it, like we did. Yeah, as much as you can, as playfully as you can, always with a smile on your face, very important. You want to de-escalate as much as possible, but if you can just make fun of them right to their face. You know, point the ideology out, tell them what they are doing. Don't let them gaslight you. They were trying to gaslight oh, us. No, they weren't trying. They were. they were. Every single person was gaslighted. Every single person spoke in reversal. They all projected. They confessed the contents of their own mind and their own character onto us, calling us abusers, monsters, and wretches. And, uh, you know, there was, I don't know if you were with me for this, but there was a young woman, um, fresh-faced young redhead woman, and she comes up to me, and she's wearing a crop top, you know, because she's all cute, and she's like, hi, I'm CJ, I'm gay. And I said, hi, I'm Josh, I'm gay, I'm a homosexual. <laughs> and she's got and no seriously that these girls and there were two pairs of of girls like this holding these big huge trans flag things and following us around we circled around 
two blocks constantly because these people followed us. They kept getting in front of us. They kept pushing. We can do this all day. We can do this all day. And these girls are going, nah, 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 nah. they're like little Jacks in the box, Jills in the box. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, are you insane? And they're jumping up and down trying to get in front of me. And I, of course, because I stand I had taller than them. I just put my sign up and I said, ladies, one of the advantages of being male is being taller than you. (laughs) 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 All right. I want to show you a clip here of Fred Sargent, who was just, well, he blessed us with his presence today. And we're going to have this on our channel. Fred read a prepared statement, and it is a masterpiece. It is a tour de force summarizing all the time he and his cohort have spent since 1969 and talking about what's going on in the city and what's going on around the country. We meant to do it in live stream. Technical difficulties prevented us from doing it, but we have it and it's going to be uh, on our channel. But Fred sat there today surrounded, surrounded by these people. We had a studio chair there sitting there for him. He said, he's an old man. He's got a cane. These people were right up in his face, right like this. They're sticking their banners in front of him. Absolute Absolute disrespect. Could not believe it. Let's take a look at that. Let's see what it looks like. Show them what it looks like. Oh, it's too late, sweetie. I got the shot. You get it. Oh, it's so good. All the signs, all the flags. I love it. And there's something else. And and I want to know if you noticed this. Um, but I noticed that there was extreme, I don't know if I want to, do I want to go so far and say hatred? The attitude of young people to the older people here scared me. Okay. I've talked about this on the show, so I'm already aware of this. You're already aware of this, but when you have a society where the default cultural norm is to disrespect and ridicule anyone older than you, you are in serious trouble. What motivates young people to appear to despise older people who might actually have loving and caring thoughts about them, who might actually care about their well-being? What motivates this? But they take gleeful delight in it. They love it. And one guy comes up to me, and I'm 48 years old, okay? This guy, probably late 30s, so he's coming up behind me. Gay guy, how can I tell? Well, I don't know, how can you tell that I'm gay? So, (laughs) right? You can tell. You can tell. Yeah, you can tell with you too, honey. He identified as queer, though, I believe. Oh, that's right, he wouldn't wouldn't say he was gay, he was just queer. Queer. He's a member of the queer community. So cute and queer. So he's, he's one of these little bitches with a sign who's trying to get himself in front of me, and he walks over and he, he looks at me, he's like, ha, love your salt and pepper, it's a great look for someone your age. And I turned around to him and I said, Mary, I can see how old you are. Do you think you're going to be Dorian Gray for the rest of your life? Huh? Who? Huh? dark dar Illiterate idiots. Did we? Oh yeah, this. I think we just. I think we just rolled that one where you, uh, that girl was trying to prevent you from talking to Fred, and you said, "Sorry, sweetie, I got the shot." Oh yeah, she didn't like that. <laughs> they were they were big on trying to block shots, and 
Actually, I thought it was kind of helpful in a way because it put their pathology on full display. Because yeah. they, they just kept trying to get in the way. They kept screaming, making all these vulgar you know, physical displays. And, and, and this one girl was just screeching. And it really just shows that this is what they have inside. These are the kind of people that they are. And they're telling us all who they are every day. Yep. And this is why getting this footage out is important because people need to see this because this is where it's starting. It's going to spread. And if we're not speaking out against it, and especially when it comes to the kids, they're already trying to capture the youth. And we've seen it. We've seen it here. You know, frat boys, again, harassing us, like taking TikTok videos. Un unbelievable. It is now social currency for straight frat boys to harass gay guys yep. under the banner of the inclusive LGBTQ community. How perverse is that? You want to talk about a reversal? Full circle. We're all, we're back to oh straight people God. harassing gay people for being gay. All over again. We're right back to it. There's another clip I wanted to show you. Um, let's see if I got the right one here. Oh yeah. Uh, take a listen. Okay. So another thing I want to tell you folks as you watch this, you're going to see a lot of these clips. Many of the people that you think are men in here are not men at all. Okay. There really, really short women you can't really tell on camera, but they've got froggy testosterone voice, and, um, you know, they're just jumping up and down, and it's sort of Tasmanian devil. From all that right. testosterone. Yeah, I mean, they're clearly... Um, but a lot of the women weren't women either. Now, most of them are more obvious. I mean, tell me if you think I'm wrong. I'll give it to the so-called trans men. Some of them pass a little bit better than the trans women, don't you think? Well, so the thing with the trans men is once they've been on testosterone for long periods of time, they do take on male characteristics. They get bone structure changes, they get all the facial hair, the body hair, uh, their voice does deepen, and the longer they're on it, the deeper it gets, so the harder it is to tell. But I think generally, generally it's definitely way easier to tell when somebody is just beginning their transition yeah. or if they are, uh, you know, just not, a, they're a trans woman. I think trans women are a lot more obvious because it's way harder to go the other way. Well, you can't, you can't, I mean, you can't drug down your brow bone. No. Right? No. And you can't get rid of your Adam's apple. Right. Uh, there's just, it doesn't, you know, doesn't work. So here's an example. Here's an example in this clip we're going to run here right now. Non-binary and binary is just another binary. No. Whoa. That's so true. No. Oh, That's, my God. Wow. It's like, oh my god. So it's like there's no such thing as binary. Oh, you, you're Call so right. Call that truck. 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 That truck. Boom. Yes, money for cutting the boobs off of 12-year-old girls. Fuck yeah. We got to find girl bosses. Oh, and let's give Life. testosterone to little girls, because that's a good idea, too. Jesus Christ, you're a fucking moron, really. Okay, did you see that? Brent says, giving testosterone to girls is just great, right? And what do you get? Jesus Christ, you're such a fucking moron. That's all they've got. Accusations are confessions. Remember that. Brent, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for what you've done today. No, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. It was an honor to work with the great We're going to do it again. Sobo. Now, somebody go get that hook and pull this bastard off the stage, please. Oh, stay tuned for our interview with uh, the Fred Sargent's coming out soon. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Christopher, get over here. <laughs> hey. <buddy>. hey. <laughs>
This is Christopher Aaron Felker. He's been on the show before. You did a hell of a thing today. You oh. did a hell of a thing putting this together. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And I'd like to thank everybody in the um, LGB Alliance Vermont and LGB Alliance UK for granting our charter. Uh, I'd like to thank Fred Sargent for coming back to Burlington, to being brave enough to come back and challenge the very people that confronted and abused and robbed him two weeks ago. Um, it was definitely... It was an event. It was. It was. Uh, it was a little frightening it, at times. It left I mean, us shaken. Uh, you it know, for real, shaken. it did. I mean, we talked about some of those tweets, and they talked about circling people in love. Well, let's talk about how much that's just total fucking bullshit. Because when I'm circled with love, people aren't screaming at my face vulgar obscenities. They aren't talking about the size of my genitalia. They aren't telling me that I should go the fuck home and I have no right to be here. That's not what a circle of love is, my friends. Josh is absolutely right to talk about how this is a reversal. The fact that this is a, oh, are, are you a member of the community? No, I'm a gay man. Um, I'm not part you, of your alphabet I heard soup. you say that several times. You said, I'm a gay man or I'm a homosexual. And every time you said that, I heard these people stop for a beat. Like, they literally were not expecting it. Yeah, they have no clue. It's just and the truth was about 90, 80 to 90% of our protesters that were here today are gays and lesbians that have had just enough of this radical agenda. It is, it is ridiculous. Um, you know, it's, it's a real shame, but I hope that, I hope that viewers can recognize that a... Um, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Um, indeed, it's the only thing that surely has. Um, paraphrasing Margaret Mead, but... Today, 12 people stood up to silently protest the mutilation and exploitation of children, and we were vilified for it, but we damn near overwhelmed their defenses, and the rest of America can do it too. And if we can get out from the back of a desk and come out and feel some fucking grass, I encourage you all to do it too, because the time is now to stand up and do it with decency, do it with integrity. You want to be able to have, be proud of what you're doing and look yourself in the mirror in the morning? But I know that I can look myself in the mirror proudly in the morning because what we did today was important. Absolutely. And thank you very much. And we're going to do more of it. Damn right we are. Okay. We'll see you next year, Burlington. <laughs> All right. Am I out of here? Am I getting hooked? You're out of okay. You don't need the hook. You don't, yeah, we've already greased you up. We're just going to slide you down the street. All right. We're going to close the show up here. But I want to tell you about something. I'm not going to tell it to you in detail. It's a developing story, I guess, in my life. But it has to do with this show. We need your help. Right now, I am being pushed out of my job of 20 years at a nonprofit consumer organization called Funeral Consumers Alliance. I am being targeted by woke activists within and without the organization. A press release has gone out naming me a misogynist, a racist, and a transphobe. Our largest donor organization, People's Memorial Association out of Seattle, put out this press release last night attacking the board of directors, the supervisors that I answer to in this job, extorting them, no private communication, sprung it on them and said, fire Joshua Slocum, hold him accountable or else. They pulled out of our federation, they pulled our funding, and I believe that they are trying to encourage the rest of our member organizations who work to protect the interests of grieving Americans who are easily exploited in the funeral transaction. They're trying to stop that progress 
to get rid of somebody they don't like. And they're probably going to get other people to try to pressure this board and this organization. I'm being pushed out. I'm going to leave. I don't know what the conditions are under it, but I'm out of a job after 20 years. And I'm not the only one this has happened to. It's not unpredictable, but just because it was predictable doesn't mean it's right. I've seen this take down people, friends and people I love. It's happening to me now, and it's happening to anybody who speaks up. I'm not the only person in this crowd today who has been canceled, but this show needs your help even more than ever. Please support us. Please subscribe to us, and please, yes, please give us money. We work our butts off, and I hope that we entertain you. I hope we inform you. We're trying to make a living too, and we're trying to do good in the world, but it's getting really hard. And when I can tell you more about this story, I will. It's a very difficult one right now, but I wanted to let you know what was going on. And I want to say to everybody who has subscribed to us so far, who's come into our Discord, who's given us support, financial support, moral support, and technical support, thank you. This is extraordinarily difficult, and it would be a lot more difficult for me if it weren't for your, frankly, your love and care. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. There's a new perk for disaffected subscribers, and it's a good one. Patreon and Subscribestar donors, as well as PayPal donors, now have instant access to our backstage Discord server. Join multiple topic-based chat rooms and 24-7 open voice chat, and even virtual events on a main stage for hosted conversations and backstage podcast recording sessions. It's not Twitter, and you don't have to pretend Bruce Jenner's vagina is real. Sign up today. The days of Disaffected on Twitter are over, but you can still follow and interact with us on several alternative social media platforms. Find us on Getter at DisaffectedPod. Follow us on Truth Social at Disaffected. You can also find us on Parlor at DisaffectedPod. Well, we all know it won't last long, but let's have a little fun while we still can. Follow our TikTok account and get neck deep in the insanity with us. You can find us on TikTok as Disaffected P. 